This NFL Week 10 Monday Night Football Betting Preview Edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new customers a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And we're also brought to you by GameTime. Game time has last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Use promo code CFBX for $20 off for your first purchase. I'm just about that action, boss. Welcome, everyone, to the NFL Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Saturday, November the 11th. Yeah, November the 11th, currently 1133 on the East Coast. Here to get into the Monday night football game for NFL Week 10 between the Denver Broncos visiting the Buffalo Bills. And joining me, as usual, guys, know him as the voice of the MLB Gambling Podcast, the NBA Gambling Podcast, and, of course, here on the NFL Gambling Podcast. It's Lante Smith. Lante, what's going on, brother? How you doing? Not bad, man. Uh, good to be back with you. Um, I wish we had a better game, but I guess it'll do. It's, it's a sneaky, decent game um, with the Broncos playing a little bit better. But yeah, man, looking forward to breaking it down with you. Uh, hopefully it won't be too short of a show because it's, it's not much. It's not much there on either side. I mean, I guess, you know, some some turmoil with the Bills and, and, and stuff like that that you want to discuss. But yeah, as far as, you know, on the field. Mm, it's, it's kind of tough. It's kind of a tough handicap. But yeah, man, looking forward to breaking it down with you. Yeah, it's uh, two teams that are at least one team that has been uh, performing well below expectations uh, from the beginning season in the Buffalo Bills and a lot of different things going on with this team, whether it's been injury related uh, or whether it's just been, you know, things going on in the locker room that we may not know about that may come into fruition later. Players being frustrated. You know, all that uh, all that hoopla. But um, yeah, right now, the Denver Broncos also in that AFC West, they, you know, we heard about or we saw them get rid of Nathaniel Hackett and they hire Sean Payton and, and um, you know, Russell Wilson uh, being traded from Seattle. And this is his second season with the Denver Broncos. And it's tough to handicap this Denver Broncos team because you don't know what you're going to get from a weekly basis for them, at least this season. But you know they're they're three and five on the year. Buffalo's sitting there at five and four in the uh, AFC East Conference as, or sorry, AFC East Division. Where we knew that coming into this division, or at least in the AFC East, that it was going to be a very competitive division. Uh, at least three teams were going to be competitive, right? The Bills, Dolphins, and the New York Jets pre uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, injury. Um, the Patriots, we all think knew that they were going to uh, be at the bottom of the barrel in the AFC East, but. You know Miami right now. I think they're sitting at six and three. Uh, Buffalo, believe yeah, they're at five and four right now. And the Jets. I mean, after everything that they've kind of dealt with, I thought their record would be a lot worse. They're sitting at four and four here. But uh, let's start with the Bills here, um, Lante. I guess what's what's been your general thoughts about this team? Because at home in Buffalo, um, they've been really good. Right, four and one straight up. 
on the road is where they've gotten to trouble. They're one and three, just one and two in the division. But what's kind of been your outlook thus far about this Buffalo Bills team? Uh, definitely underwhelming. Uh, that's for sure. That's the first word that comes to mind with with the with the play that they've been. Uh, they showed kind of Jekyll and Hyde. They showed um, some like a bunch of spark when they uh, they beat Miami pretty bad after Miami came off that. I think it's ironic. Miami came off that win against Denver where they scored seventy, and then the Buffalo beat them pretty well, pretty good. Um, but yeah, underwhelming, uh, inconsistent has been pretty much my mindset or my thought process with this Buffalo team. Uh, I know, you know, they got a lot of injuries banged up all over the place. Um, Allen's shoulder is, is hurt. I think Colin Burke yeah. brought it up on the broadcast several times. Um, you can tell, I mean, he's running, but you could tell like he's not running to get hit. Usually he runs and, you know, tries to initiate the contact, but he's kind of, you know, sliding a little bit more, getting out of bounds. He's kind of leaning in with the other shoulder taking a hit so mm-hmm. i mean he's banged up that that's for sure it's not an excuse that he's gonna make but you know he, he is banged up you can pretty much tell by the way he's playing um i also think that you know the loss of dayball i know it came into fruition last year but their play calling just isn't as good um yeah. and, and that was to be expected i think for a lot of people because dayball had his hands all over that offense and i mean maybe it's a stale message with uh mcdermott in, in you know in the huddle i'm not sure what that what that's gonna um, consist of if the season keeps playing out like it is right now, but I mean some people that I know think this is a buy low spot for Buffalo. Um, they still have like you mentioned a good home field. Uh, they're gonna get healthier. Uh, we know you got Von Miller working his way back. Uh, the secondary is really banged up. I know Trey White is obviously out for the year, but some of those guys are gonna get healthy, and this might be a buy low spot for them. I'm not there 100 yet. Um, I need to see some more consistency with the offense. Uh, defensively, they just, you know, they just kind of don't have the guys to me uh, right now. And I think that's also hurting the offense because, you know, the defense is usually the defense and offense is usually balanced with the Buffalo team uh, over the past few years. But again, a lot of changes have been made. Um, I just think a lot of inconsistency. They got to be more consistent and get a little bit healthier. But I mean, I don't think it's like, you know, full on panic mode for, for them. It, it, they have been inconsistent, but they're still right in the thick of things. I mean, five and four, they got the seven and a half point favorites here. So, you know, more than likely going to six and four. Um, they're going to get healthier, like I said. So I can see why a lot of people are, well, a decent amount of people are buying on the bills at a low point. I think it's a, a decent, you know, you can get them at a decent price for the AFC um, and for, even for the division. So, uh, yeah, just inconsistency. I think they'll improve with injuries and Allen getting healthier, but I don't think it's like, full-on panic mode right now yeah i think for the bills like these next two weeks are, are very very important yeah, games yeah. because they have the broncos and the jets at home yep. and then they have to travel to philly they have to travel to kansas city Jeez. two teams that were in the super bowl last year and then they have the cowboys at home they go to west coast to face the chargers uh they get the patriots at home and then they wrap up the season in miami so uh, Damn, a pretty, what a schedule jesus yeah Christ. that that's a tough schedule jesus. definitely for um for this uh buffalo bills team so you know we'll find out how um i guess i don't want to say how serious this team is but how good um yeah. how how much they can rally about everything that they've been dealing with so mm-hmm. far you know stuff that's going on, on the field with injuries and things like that for this yeah. team so um, yeah, we shall see. On the other side, Denver Broncos. I mean, I really didn't have much for this team here. I, I don't know if it's go- if what the future holds for Russell Wilson as a quarterback uh, for the Denver Broncos, but it just seems like that after the Legion of Boom and that era that they had with the Seattle Seahawks, um, he's just fallen off a cliff. Has Russell Wilson? So, I mean, do you have any thoughts on Russell Wilson? 
I mean, not really. Uh, he actually hasn't been playing as bad, but I think that's kind of what Sean Payton is is going towards. If you look at some of his numbers, um, he's under 200 yards in his last four games. Limited attempts. They're pretty much winning the games with with defense. Uh, the defense was atrocious to start off with. Obviously, um, mentioned they're giving up the 70. But if you look like like lately. They they've been pretty good defensively. Um, I think 10, 17, and nine is the points that they gave up, and two of those were to Patrick Mahomes and who's yep. owned him and the Chiefs who've owned him. And uh, I think they held him without a touchdown last game, right? Uh, the I last think was, game I they think had nine it points. was. I don't think they. I don't think they scored a touchdown. Uh, are you talking about the Chiefs? Yeah, I don't think the Chiefs scored a touchdown. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, the nineteen eight game. I think they had. One touchdown in that Okay, maybe game. that's what it is. Okay. Yeah, Mahomes threw one to oh, okay, cool. uh, who was it? Uh Kadarius Tony. Okay, yeah. So, well, one touch one touchdown to Mahomes is, is basically zero. So yeah, uh I mean I think the defense is, is gonna get a little bit better here. Um they also getting Javante Williams back healthy, which is kind of helping Russ obviously not have to drop back, you know, 30 times a game because it's just not what, like you mentioned, this is not what he's built to do at this point in his um career. But yeah, I think the health of Javante Williams, him getting back. And um, them running the ball, kind of controlling the clock defensively. I think that's going to help him, uh, you know, right now. Uh, it's a decent amount of people who kind of like buying on on, on Denver. Um, this is a good spot for him right here to me, I think. But, uh, but yeah, I don't think that he's the long-term, obviously not the long-term answer. Uh, I think they'll end up taking a quarterback depending on where they finish. I uh, would love to see, like, Drake May or, or somebody there. To, actually, I wouldn't love to see Drake May there because that means the Giants would have taken him. So, yeah, let's, let's not let's not put – get Michael Penix out. There you go. All right, guys, before we actually get into the uh, Monday Night Football betting preview here, um, let me tell everyone about Bet365. And, look, there's over 88 million people that trust Bet365. Uh, they are the world's most favorite uh, sportsbook, and they're also trusted, like I mentioned, by over 88 million players worldwide. Prop sides, totals, live betting, Bet365 has you covered. If you like boost, you're getting, uh, you're going to love Bet365, like a 30% profit boost on your NFL same game parlay. Plus, they even have an early payout offer that if your team goes up by 17 points, you're going to get paid out. Sign up today and choose from two different bonus offers, either a $1,000 first bet safety net or a bet $5 to get 150 in bonuses bets. Uh, just head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. Again, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And we're also brought to you by Price Picks. With the basketball season here, NBA and college basketball, you can now pick combo projections across the football uh, football game and a basketball game from the specials league, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. So, if, for example, you want to get down on LeBron James props and you want to get down on uh, Travis Kelsey at a combo of ten and a half, a combo of three and a, uh, three pointers made by LeBron and receptions combined for Travis Kelsey. Want to play alongside some of the prize picks favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andy, uh, Andrew Schultz? Well, you can now find community plays under the promos tab uh, to view entries from some of the biggest names in the prize picks community each week. Prize picks also even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For football and basketball games, if you had a player who exit the, exits uh, the game in the first half and they don't return in the second half, 
Well, that player is rebooted. PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an insurance, uh, with an injury insurance policy. So how do you take advantage of this? Make sure you go to pricepicks.com slash SGPN and use code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's pricepicks.com slash SGPN and make sure to use that promo code SGPN. PrizePicks, daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, Lante, uh, let's get into this Monday night football game uh, between the Denver Broncos visiting the Buffalo Bills. Bills currently as it stands are a seven and a half point favorite. Total is at 46. Um, Let me get to the injury report here for both of these teams. I'll start here with the road team, the Denver Broncos uh, on their injury report. I'm currently seeing, um, let's see. Nothing really of significance. Um, Brandon Johnson, wide receiver, was placed on IR on Saturday or last Saturday. But, yeah, they're pretty healthy for the Denver Broncos. Um, For the Buffalo Bills, uh, Micah Hyde, safety. He did not practice uh, or did not participate in practice on Friday. Stephon Diggs, back, was limited at practice as well. Uh, Both of those guys are questionable coming into this game against the uh, Denver Broncos, but I do expect both of those guys, at least Stephon Diggs, to be out there for sure. Lonzo, let's start with the side here. Minus seven and a half in favor of the <laughs> Buffalo Bills. What are you thinking about this game? Yes, yeah, so I'm leaning to Denver here um, with with the hook. Uh, I think it's you know a better way to to do it. If you like the Bills, I would just probably put them in a teaser, like open up a teaser um, or have a have it closed to something that you know went on that Sunday. But I, I wouldn't trust the Bills laying points right now. I mean they just hasn't they just haven't proven to me that they can be consistent. You mentioned that they've been good at home. But again, I mean I think Denver is playing well defensively. Uh, they forced five turnovers versus Kansas City. Uh I mentioned the last three opponents. So it was 17, 19, and eight is what they held their last three opponents to. Two of those were being Kansas City. Um and I think, you know, the health of, of Javante Williams is, is, is bringing back a, a different d- dynamic to the offense. Now, he's not actually catching the ball um, like I thought he would. I thought he would be more so in the Alvin Kamara role uh, like Sean Payton had you know, when he was in New Orleans. But still, I, th- I think he's able to control. They're able to control the line of scrimmage. Um, Buffalo's 19th in rushing yards allowed. So not great, but not bad at, uh, by any means. But I think Javante getting the ball. Uh, controlling the clock. Buffalo, we all know, you know, Josh Allen's prone to turnovers, so they can create some short fields um, and, and get on and get on the plus side of things. I think they can get in the end zone a few times and keep this close. Um, it's really, honestly, it's really not much here to, to be honest with you, as far from an X and O standpoint. I don't trust Buffalo's um, receivers outside of Diggs. So if they bracket, I'm pretty sure. Um, what's my guy's name? That's uh, for Denver. Um, the sh- the, Are you uh, on defense? Yeah, what's the, the corner? Certain. Yeah, I'm certain is going to be on digs, but I'm pretty sure they're going to have some safety help over the top. But does anybody else scare me? Like Gabe Davis, inconsistent. He'll have a big game, then nothing. Uh, I think if you, I can make a debate that you know Dalton Kincaid has been the second best receiver on mm-hmm. his team. Um, I, I know he had a, I think he fumbled uh, last week when they were driving, yeah. and that caused the Cincinnati to score. So I mean, outside of that, I think he's been one of the better and more consistent pass catchers on the team outside of digs. So. Um, Denver, if their bracket digs and they're, they're able to control the clock, um, keep Buffalo's offense off the field and not turn the ball over, um, I, I think they got a shot here to, to keep it close. But I think it's way it's ways to play it on both sides. I mean, I lean to Denver um, plus the points, but I wouldn't be opposed to somebody, you know, closing out a teaser or opening up a teaser with Buffalo, um, getting them down under the seven and under the three. 
Yeah, then that's what I was looking at as well. Is probably uh, teasing down the Buffalo Bills uh, to if you do a six point teaser, six and a half point teaser, wherever you know your book offers um, to getting that down. I do think the Buffalo Bills do win this game, but they also have been really good at home, right? I know uh, the record is indicating they're quote unquote four and one, but that one loss is that they were classified as a home team in London. So that one loss, at least. Uh, doesn't really count towards their home record because it wasn't played in Buffalo. It was in uh, London. But you take a look at their home victories thus far this season. Week two against the Las Vegas Raiders, 38-10. to 10. Uh, They beat the Miami Dolphins, 48-20 to 20 in the game. that uh, The Dolphins were coming off of a 70-point uh, number that they put up against this Denver Broncos team. Um, they beat the New York Giants at home, barely, 14-9. to 9. I think there were some controversial calls in that game. Yeah. And then it took a care of business against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 24 to 18 in week eight. So this team, we know when they play at home there, they have a great home field. Um, and again, they're very comfortable playing in Buffalo. Um, so it's difficult for me to lay this touchdown. Now that's or lay the spread. Now that's outside of seven uh, and now North of a, of a touchdown. Uh, but again, like I mentioned, they've been so dominant here at home. So I'll lean here with Buffalo. This almost feels like a get right spot for them. Yeah. Um, you know, just like taking their frustrations out and things like that. And again, defensively, Denver, at least in the beginning of the season, we talked about this team is that their rush defense was terrible. Their pass defense was terrible. No, they've, they've regressed, you know, in a positive way, at least, you know, over the past couple of weeks, like we mentioned, but I think this Buffalo team, just from a talent perspective, um, I think is superior to that of the Denver Broncos, especially at that quarterback position, regardless if Josh, uh, Josh Allen is dealing with an uh, a injury right now. So I'm looking at, uh, you know, teasing them down. And I do lean with Buffalo here at minus seven and a half. You name some of the wide receivers for this Buffalo Bills team here, Lante. Um, obviously started with Stefan Diggs, but the one guy that's really come on for them uh, has been Khalil Shakir. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you take a look at the numbers for him, at least over the last two weeks, um, or yeah, even if we go back to the last three weeks, but he's seeing some targets. Mm-hmm. He's seen a total of 14 targets over the last three weeks, but over the last two weeks against the Bengals and the Buccaneers, 10 total targets, and he's taking advantage of all that. Uh, 10 receptions over those 10 targets, 57 receiving yards and 92 receiving yards. So I think that you know maybe they found something with, with him. I know they should have probably went out and traded uh, to get somebody alongside Stephon Diggs, but they, they weren't able to, or whatever the case might have been. I know we'll talk about player props here in a minute, but um, as far as the side, I think, yeah, this is a great teaser option also, as well as Buffalo. Um, you know, I, I lean with Buffalo here. Um, if you're able to find it at a touchdown, I think this number consensus starting to move uh, north of a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, Lante, before we uh, get over to the total in this game, uh, let me tell everyone about game time. Hey, maybe you want to get out to this Monday night football game if you're in the area. Or, you know, you want to get out to a college basketball game, NBA's in full swing, uh, hockey. But if you're not, maybe it's not a sporting event that you want to get out to. Maybe it's a comedy show or a concert or a theater event that's in um, in your part of the world. Well, let game time take the stress away from buying, uh, trying to buy tickets because buying tickets to your favorite events, they shouldn't have to be a stressful experience. Game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you're going to have. And like I mentioned, their app is so easy to use. They have some great things on their app. 
They have flash deals and last minute tickets. They're, the tickets are so easy to find as well for every type of event that's in your area, not only just sports. Uh, their lowest price is guaranteed. Plus, they also have event cancellation protection. So like I mentioned, forget the planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the, the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, uh, concerts, comedy, theater, and much more. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. And get this, if you find tickets in the same section in a row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. That's how confident they are in their prices. Um, and also, before you actually buy the tickets, you can actually get images of your seat before you buy them so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. And you can buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're all set to go. And another great thing, those tickets are sent directly in that app on your phone. You don't have to haggle through your email box or wait for them to come in the mailbox and, and they get lost. Nope, sent directly to your phone. So download the Game Time app, create an account, use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And we're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research, research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as the expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any team, for any bet to learn which players are hot, and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and make sure to use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, Lante, the total is currently sitting at 46.5 in this game. Do you have any thoughts on the total here? Uh, not really. I think it's correlated. If you like the Bills, I think you want to go over because you think the, the Bills offense can come out and we'll see more of the Broncos defense from earlier in the season. Uh, but if you lean to the Broncos, if you like the Broncos um, like I do, uh, you think that it'll be a low scoring game because they'll be controlling the clock and they'll be, you know, not turning the ball over. Um, but I mean, 46 and a half is is kind of it's kind of high to me. Um, no matter which side you lean on, because if you look at it, I don't have the numbers in front of me. I, I had them wrote down, but I, I left them on. I left them on my desk. Uh, the primetime unders have been like killing it all yeah. year. Like yeah. I don't think it's been close. And we saw one uh, Thursday that, that another one that went under, um, and it wasn't even close to to be honest. But um, like I said, I think if you like the Bills, you're expecting the offense to kind of take a step forward, like you mentioned, a, a get right spot for them. Um, and even then, I think if you think that they're going to get right offensively, then they have to be, you know, a little bit better defensively as well. And, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, Russell Wilson hasn't, you know, shown the ability to, you know, throw the ball all over the yard. And even though Javante Williams is getting healthier, uh, I mean, he's not the type of back to, you know, break off explosive run after explosive run, um, especially with that Broncos offensive line. But I, I do think that the Bills can kind of have some success here, but I do think the Broncos will try to will try to control the clock. And if they don't turn the ball over and Russ can, you know, get out, scramble, keep the chains moving on third downs, then they'll kind of, you know, get their points too. But I think I see it more so like what what I'm looking at 20, uh, I guess 24, 20, 24, 21 ish. So that's like right around the numbers. So yeah, I'm leaning to the under. Yeah. I was thinking of, um, the Bills team total in this game, it's at 27. Um, I like so, what they got 27 20. So, it's what they got 27. They're, they're 20. expecting 27 20 here, yeah, right? Okay. Like, yeah, something in that, that, um, in that 
uh, arena. Um, yeah, so they have Denver Broncos at 20 uh, for their team total as well. So I'll, I'll lean on the – yeah, I, I, it's just going to depend on how well Russell was, uh, Russell, I was yeah. Russell Westbrook – Russell Wilson <laughs> is able to perform um, and take advantage of the injuries that the Bills have in the secondary, right? So – I mean, you take a look at the points that the Bills have put up at home this season. 38 against the Raiders, like I mentioned. They put up, uh, let's see, uh, 48 against the Miami Dolphins, 24 against the Buccaneers, and then they had that 14-point uh, game in uh, against the New York Giants. But historically, we know that this Bills team has been able to perform well at home, um, at least scoring points-wise. So all that, the only total derivative that I do like there is probably going to be uh, the Bills team total yeah. over in this game. But like you mentioned, uh, Lante, the, those under in primetime games have been yeah. absolute money. Like you probably don't even have to blink. You bet the under, you're up. I don't know how many units just betting primetime game unders right. this season. All right. Uh, all right, let's get over to some player props in this game. Uh, anything that caught your eye? Yeah, man, I'll probably uh, I'm leaning to to Denver. Uh, it kind of just depends on where I want it to get a little bit above. I want want to see some bills money come in. Maybe the public will come in if they have a good weekend and bet it up a little bit more. But um, I'm probably just going to be more loaded with player props um, in this game. So I got a few that I'm looking at. I'm looking at Javante Williams over 55 and a half rushing yards. Uh, like I mentioned, his carries have increased over the last three games. He's getting healthier. He went from 10 to 15. He had 27 carries in his last game against Kansas City and Kansas City's defense is way better than what Buffalo's defense is. And although it wasn't an efficient 27 carries, I think he had 85 yards, which is kind of kind of bad. Um, but he's had 80-plus in, in back-to-back games. Um, and I think the workload is getting there. He's getting the the, uh, the knee, the leg is getting a little bit healthier for him. So I think he'll be able to control the, control the clock. That's my whole thing with Denver. That's why I lean to him. I think they'll be able to control the game. And I think that starts with Javante getting the ball a lot. So I'll go over, I'll go over his um, rushing yards, 55 and a half. I wanted to do rushing receiving. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he, he just hasn't been getting the volume. I don't know why. I yeah. think they put in like um, the rookie McLaughlin, and they use P. Run in the past game a little bit more. Uh, I guess because they want to, they want Javante to be more of a you know first down, second down back. Which I mean, he's capable of being a three down back, but whatever. Um, so I do like that, and I think both of these are correlated. Russell Wilson under. Uh, do you have his passing yards by any chance for Russell Wilson? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Here. I, I don't have it wrote down. I just have um, his. Um, where is Russell Wilson? They don't have his number out yet. Okay, no, I see. I'm pretty sure it'll be like right around like 215 ish, 220 because he, he hasn't been maybe 209 even. Yeah, I don't, I don't see any Russell Wilson props. They have Josh Allen, but I don't know why they don't. Yeah, have. I see, well, he well, so I'm a, I won't give out that one, but he's under in four straight. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, two ten and a half. There we go. Yeah, so I figured two ten. Yeah, so I'll go under that. Uh, he's under that number in four straight. He's under actually 200 yards in, in four straight games, um, and I think that's correlated with his rushing guards. Um, he's at 21 plus in four straight. So basically, you can tell like he's not passing the ball as much to running the. the uh, Pass attempts aren't there, and Javante Williams' rushing attempts is there. Um, his rushing attempts are there as well. He's had 21 plus rushing yards in four straight. Uh, you can find over 20 and a half. It's kind of mixed in. You get 20, 20 and a half. You can see it will be a 21 and a half, a 20, uh, 22 and a half. But you can find a 20 and a half. Uh, it's like three or four books that have it out there uh, right now. So make sure you shop around. Um, Buffalo's 18th in, in rush yards allowed. I think they'll be able to give. A, I think Denver will be able to get some yards on the ground. So I'm going over. Uh, rushing yards for Javante Williams and Russell Wilson. Uh, Javante is 55 and a half. Russell Wilson is 20 and a half. I'm going under his passing yards. You said it was 209 and a half, right? 
Uh, two ten and a half. Two ten and a half. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to give him an extra. I'm, I'm not trying to take away a yard, but uh, yeah. So I'm under two ten and a half, and I also like James Cook. Um, I think he's in for a big day. Um, yeah. but Denver is thirty second in rushing yards allowed. Uh, I think Pacheco had a had a decent game against them in both times they played each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think James Cook is a similar back. Um, his rushing yards are set at fifty five and a half as well. He's over in three of the last four. Uh, he was in a negative game script. They were down twenty one seven in the first half mm-hmm. versus Cincinnati, so yeah. we couldn't really get the ball going. I mean, he only had six carries, but I think outside of that, he'll be able to get the ball uh, out quick. If you want to, you know, put his rushing and receiving yards, I don't hate that either. But I do like James Cook in a get right spot, fifty five and a half over rushing yards. Yeah, James Cook. I'll start there. Uh, I liked his receptions to go over in this game. It's at yes, two and a half. Yes, um, Broncos against. Uh, the running back position this season, they're allowing about 6.38 yards. Oh, sorry, 6.8, uh, 6.38 receptions uh, per game uh, to the running back position uh, are the Broncos. And I think, you know, we talked about James Cook a lot on this pod and especially on the NFL pod and on the uh, prop cast that yes, you know, he's going to be involved not only in the passing game, uh, but also on the running game, right? Last week, I had the over on his receiving yards. It didn't get there, but he did have four receptions last week. Go back to... Um, the game against the New England Patriots, three receptions for 46 yards, uh, three receptions as well for the Jackson uh, against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, um, and you take a look at, like you mentioned, what running backs have been able to do against the Denver Broncos this season, especially not only on the ground, but also through the air. They've been a little bit better uh, over the last couple of weeks uh, on the ground. But I mean, you go back to that game against the Chiefs, uh, Isaiah Pacheco, like you mentioned, had six receptions in that game. Jared McKinnon had three receptions that game. Um, week seven against the Green Bay Packers. AJ Dillon, two receptions, 34 yards. Aaron Jones had three for 22. And then last week, again, against uh, against the Chiefs or in their last game for the Denver Broncos, uh, Pacheco uh, again had three receptions. So two and a half right now for James Cook. I like the over on his uh, receptions. Um, also for the Denver Broncos, they do struggle against the tight end position as well. Um, I'm trying to pull up those numbers here. Uh, let's see. Yeah, so they allow the most receiving yards to the tight end position to the Broncos. And Dalton Kincaid, ever since uh, Dawson Knox went down, has been um, definitely involved in this offense. I know like last week, he mentioned he had that fumble. But over the last three weeks, he's had, he's had at least seven targets. Uh, and the other two games, he had eight targets and 11 mm-hmm. targets. Yes, and he's gone over this projection right now. I see at 51 and a half for his receiving yards. Um, he's had 75, 65, and 81 over the last three weeks for this Buffalo Bills offense. So like you mentioned, Lante, earlier that if you know Patrick Sertan and that safety help is going to be focused on Stephon Diggs, that's going to open up opportunities for guys like James Cook, at least through the passing game, and Dalton Kincaid as well. So... Uh, those are the two props that I was looking at, at least for the Buffalo side. Nothing really caught me for the Denver side. I know you mentioned Russell Wilson um, on his um, rushing yards, but I, as far as receivers, uh, I didn't really anything that didn't you know fancy me. I think for if they're going to have success, it's going to have to be on the shoulders of, uh, of um, Corlin Sutton. Yeah. Like, I think the yardage. I think the yardage for him is have to be there. And let me see what his number is right now. I think it's like um, 50, I think it's like 40 and a half and um, 41 and a half. And I think uh, Judy is like, oh, 50 and a half. One of them, it's like 45 and 50. One of them is the other, whatever. 
So, yeah, so Judy's at 50 and a half, and then Corlin Sun's at 45 and a half yeah, right now. So. Yeah. Uh, let me see what Jerry Judy's doing. Man, listen, if you, uh, while, you, while you're looking it up, yeah. um, if you like look at Cortland Sutton's numbers, man, he scored a touchdown in three straight games, and he mm. had a, he has a touchdown in five of his last six. So in the red zone, Russell Wilson's looking for him. So if you can find him, uh, his listen, his anytime touchdown score is like really like too low. I think he's like plus 170. That's, that's ridiculous for a receiver. Um, especially with a quarterback like Russell Wilson, that's that's ridiculous. That's like Jamar Chase range, like Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I mean, he's not that. Um, I know he's been scoring, but that, that's that's too low. If you could find like a first touchdown score for him, I think that'll be more in line. Or um, some books have first touchdown score for their respective teams. If you mm. find that as well, I think I think he's a good bet for for the first touchdown score. Maybe slit a unit, you know, go, you know, Quarter unit on um, any time. I mean, quarter unit on first touchdown score overall, and then like quarter unit on um, touchdown first touchdown score for the Broncos. Yeah, I, I can't argue against that. So right now, like you mentioned, let's get into our touchdown uh, prop bets here. Um, Corlin Sutton, you mentioned for first yep. touchdown for the game. Yeah, uh, let's see. Let me scroll down here. I know he was like plus one seventy four anytime. That's that's way too low. I, I wouldn't bet that. That's way too low. Um, golly. All right, here we go. Uh, Corlin Sutton first touchdowns eleven to one, uh-huh, and yeah. then any time is around plus one sixty plus one seventy. That's 170. crazy. That is yeah. crazy. I think yeah. they, like they know like like you mentioned that he scored touchdowns in what three straight games. Yeah. Um, and then uh, four of the last five weeks he scored a touchdown, so maybe they've adjusted those odds. Yeah, I think it's only been two games all year that he hasn't scored a touchdown. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I could get behind that first touchdown. Uh, Corlin Sutton eleven to one. Um, I think Dalton Kincaid ten to one for first touchdown. Yeah, like I think that. that's definitely in the conversation as well. What about uh, Shakir? What is he for first? Yeah, Khalil Shakir fifteen to one. Yeah, damn, that's uh, low. Jesus, he like the yeah. he like the fifth option fifteen yeah. to one. And then his anytime touchdown is plus two eighty. I thought oh that'd be north God. of three. Yeah, three that's to one. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't, I can't, I can't bet that. He, bro, he's literally like the fifth option. When you got, you got Diggs, obviously. Even Allen is probably like a better option as far as touchdown score because of his legs in the red zone. Um, and then you got James Cook, that's three. Kincaid, that's four. He's like the fifth option. And Gabe Davis, he's like the fifth, sixth option. Yeah. He's um, I was going to look at Samaje P. Ryan just for kicks. He's at 35 to one, but. Yeah, so I I get I throw any time touchdown. I, I, I think Dalton Kincaid, I like it at plus one eighty five, just because the Broncos do struggle against the tight end position. Um, I think Shakir at plus two eighty. It's not the most exciting, not especially a guy that's like the fourth fifth options like you mentioned there, uh, Lante. But I think that he's definitely been getting more targets. And then for the Denver Broncos side, I would look at. Judy's plus two fifty. Jalil McGa- uh, Jalil McLaughlin is at plus three ten. I know he's Jesus. kind of sneaky coming out of the yeah. black backfield. He, for he them is, but he's third well. string. Jesus, three yeah. ten. Man, yeah. You so ain't those get no are bargain. the ones that I was looking at. Yeah. Which, which ones did you mention that you like for any time? Um, I like Russell Wilson anytime. Um, plus four twenty five. Yeah, I like that. I like um. The tight end for um for Denver, I forgot. I'm I'm blanking on his name. Um, is it uh fuck? He was a rookie last year. He he had a, he had a decent year. I can't remember his name. Adam Troutman. Yeah, Sam Troutman. Yeah, yeah. I, I like him for any time as well. Um, that's for that's for the Denver side. For Buffalo, I mean, 
damn, I, I like some of the guys. Like, I like Shakir, but, I mean, I think the number is kind of low. Uh, what about Singletary? Is Singletary up there anytime? Um, I do not see Singletary on here. Yeah, I mean, he called a players only meeting, so I think they kind of he kind of has that respect of the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and down in the in the red zone, uh, he's been rotating in and out, so I think he has a shot if you can find him. I, he should be at a decent a decent odds. Let me see. Um, I didn't I didn't see him either. That's why I was asking. Yeah, I don't I don't see him here either. No, I don't see it. Yeah, all right. All um, all right. Anything else for touchdown prop bets? That's it. All right. Let's put together our prize picks entry. Then we'll get to best bets for the uh, sun. Or sorry, for the Monday night football game. Uh, let's see here. So um, I do like James Cook on his reception. So I'll start with that. Um, it's at two and a half over on prize picks. We'll go with the more. On that, uh, Lante, give me a player prop that you do like. Uh, yeah, I like Javante Williams, uh, over 55 and a half rushing yards. Well, more than 55 and a half rushing yards. Uh, rushing yards. Let me go to that screen. Rushing yards. Williams. Not Jamal. Javante. Yeah, there we go. 55 and a half. We'll go with the more on that. Do you see his carries? What is it, Where does his carries um, at? Let's see if they like have fifteen and a half. Or just talk about it in general. Yeah, just his carries. Is it like fifteen and a half? Um, let's see. Uh, rushing props, rush attempts. Where's the rush attempts? All right, here we go. Um, it's not listed yet. Okay, cool. Yeah, I only okay, see Russell Wilson at four and a half. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um, I, but I, I like Javante. Um, he, he's a hometown kid, man. I'm always, I'm, I'm always gonna root for him. Um, and you said, um, do you like the under for Russell Wilson passing yards? I do. Or you like his rushing yards over? Uh, I like both actually. But if I had to pick one, I yeah. would go with the rushing yards over because if they're in a negative game script, then he's probably just gonna throw the ball. All right. So twenty-one and a half on Prize Picks. We'll go with the more on that. All right. So. We'll go James Cook, um, two and a half receptions more. Uh, Javante Williams, more than 55 and a half rushing yards. And then Russell Wilson, more than 21 and a half uh, rush, uh, rushing yards as well. That $100 entry will get you paid 225 currently over on Price Picks. Again, make sure, just go to uh, pricepicks.com slash SGPN and make sure you use that promo code SGPN. You'll get a deposit bonus of up to $100 uh, over on Price Picks if you don't have an account just uh, yet with them. All right, Lante, let's wrap up the show strong. Let's get over to our best bets for this Monday night football uh, uh, game between the Broncos and the Bills. Where are you going with your best bet? When uh, I made I made an error. That's the reason why you couldn't find Devin Singletary is because it was Latavius Murray. That's what I'm looking. That's what I was looking for for any time okay, touchdown Latavius score. Latavius Murray. Yeah, um, I got him. In, I got I got him mixed up. Him and Singletary. Singletary is for you. Plus two sixty. Yeah, damn, that's low. Yeah, I, I, I like that. Singletary is with your Texans right now. That's yeah, what, that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I mean, for my best bet, I, I lean to to Denver, but I'm not gonna have I'm not gonna have any money on it. So I'm gonna actually put a bet in that I already got. Let me see. Um, damn it, we just went over, uh, Javante. So I don't want to give that one out. Uh, I'm gonna go with James Cook over 55 and a half rushing yards. 
Okay. Like I mentioned, he's over in three of his last four. Um, he shouldn't be in a negative game script. I think Buffalo with Josh Allen is not going to run the ball as much. Um, yeah, a lot of I, I expect a lot of James Cook here um, with the 32nd ranked um, rush defense for Denver. So give me over 55 and a half rushing yards for James Cook. That's my luck. Oh, I love it. All right. I think this is a game where I think Buffalo Bills offense gets right. Um, and then being at 27 points, I'll take their team total to go over uh, in this game. Again, I think that we've talked about the Denver Broncos defense at volumes and how bad they've been, not only on the ground, but also through the air. Um, I think that over the last couple of weeks, they've gotten guys outside of Stephon Diggs involved, right? We talked about Dalton Kincaid. We talked about Khalil Shakir. James Cook coming out of the backfield as well. So I think it's time now for them to start utilizing these weapons, especially in a game against this Denver Broncos defense. And like I mentioned, at home this season, they've been pretty good outside of that Giants game where they only scored 14 points. Um, they dropped 48 on the Dolphins. They scored 38 against the Raiders. And again, you have a Denver Broncos team that's just not very good on the defensive side of the uh, football. So I'll go with the Bills team total over 27 in this game. And then also, this is a great teaser option. So if you want to tease this down to uh, open up a teaser for next week, uh, Buffalo Bills down to one and a half um, on a six-point teaser. I, I don't hate that look uh, for them. So um, And then next week, uh, I don't think there's any lines out yet just on Bet365 for next week. But let me see. Oh, actually, there is. So um, I would tease then... The, the Detroit Lions down to minus two against the Chicago Bears at home. That's good. Um, so I'll give you that teaser. Um, Bills minus one and a half on a six-point teaser, and then you pair that with the uh, Detroit Lions down to minus two for next week, uh, hosting the Chicago Bears in a NFC North division game. All right, Lante, that's going to wrap it up, my friend, for this episode of the Monday Night Football Betting Preview. Anything else you want to mention before we get out of here? That's it, man. Hopefully we can uh, extract some value out of this. It's not really the most attractive betting game, but props-wise, I think it'll be a, I'll be loaded with props in, in this game, as we as we mentioned. But, yeah, so uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, 100%. Uh, another week in the books. Week 10 is officially in the books, and we'll go ahead and look ahead to next week. I think we got a good one next week. Uh, who do we got? You have it in front of you? Oh, I could pull yeah. Uh, yeah, we got Philly, we got Philly KC. All right, there we go. Oh, All right, finally. Oh, yeah, we yeah. get it. Yeah. There we yeah, go. We Monday go. night football. We yeah. got uh yeah, the Super Bowl rematch uh yeah. next week on Monday night football oh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Yep. Yeah, they are going into Kansas City. So definitely looking forward to uh breaking that down with my guy Lante. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at XXLanteXX. You can follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. More importantly, make sure you subscribe to the NFL Gambling Podcast YouTube channel. Um, and then if you haven't already liked that uh, button here on the live stream and then leave us a rating and review, whether it's on Spotify, Apple podcast, wherever you uh, do get your pods. All right. We'll be back next week to break down the rematch of the Super Bowl from last season, the Eagles and the Chiefs till then. Good luck with your bets this weekend. Let's break these books off and let it ride. 